0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: Sorry about that. I was like a minute late there because I forgot to sign in to the restream. There's so many things to do. As I was sitting here, I was like, I know I'm forgetting to do something. And as soon as like a minute, it was like 30 seconds to air. And I was like, oh, no. All right, so this show is for mature, mature audiences. I feel like cursing tonight. So just, uh, if you you have kids in the room, they should get used to it. That's all I have to say, because this world is a shit show. And we're not leaving them, uh, we're we're leaving them with a lot of work to do. Let's put it that way. Um, I don't think that uh, when Trump leaves office, whether he is gone kicking and screaming, dragged from the Oval Office, which is my dream. That, that, that would be my dream. Uh, I don't think that things are just going to go back to normal. But, all right, before we begin, because I'm a little bit discombobulated, because I missed my cue. Um, my name is Tara Devlin. If you're tuning in for the first time, we meet here every Saturday evening at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. At, from 6 to 8 p.m., and we're replayed starting Sunday, s- starting at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. Or GDPR Revolution 99, which is a independent liberal radio station, and the, the founder of that, I guess, the she's the uh, heart and soul of GDPR Revolution, will be on the show in the next hour. Uh, Natalie Davis she's with we can talk to her about what how do you start a liberal radio station and how do you keep it going how has she kept going since 1996 how do we all keep going that's what I want to know how do I keep going um, I don't want to make it about me but see how I did that it's kind of selfish of me uh, all right so my name is Tara Devlin Let me see. I'm distracted. We have a call-in number, so you can call in during the next hour, and we'll, uh, you know, we can talk. In a couple of weeks, we'll have, um, I'm taking guests on the show. You know, Poppy Champlin is a guest. She's a regular on the show. And Rhonda Handsome, I hope to get her back. She'll be a regular. And... On on, uh, September 22nd or 23rd, whatever that day is, is, if it's a Saturday, we'll have Lee Camp. He'll be on the show. Jessica Kirsten is is coming on. She'll um, we have to nail that down. So we got some pretty pretty cool guests coming. So that that makes me happy. And and of course, we also we have cool guests like Natalie Davis in the next hour because. This is how we win. We we stick together. We win. I always say that. But we all we, we have to really get in the game. This there is no there is no rest for the resistance. And I know I'm exhausted. Last night I came home. I sat down for a minute or so. I thought, and I woke up uh, this morning at 10 a.m. I basically I, fe- I felt like I was like hit by a dart. You know, like one. Of the, uh, I was so tired. But, you know, I'm only human, so we have to uh, take care of ourselves, too. But this is why we're all not – this is why we help each other. You know what I mean? This is the meaning of life. Ultimately, I know that we will win because we are not only on the right side of history, we're on the right side of humanity. We are in this together. Everything about the Republican Party is based in bullshit. They are everything. I mean this week okay I'll just dive in with this cuz I was going I want to talk about the what it, uh, the um the way the reason I named the show tonight the uh well, what did I name it <laughs> now that I'm looking at it uh, it's something about childishness right uh, another week where is it on YouTube this is show number one hundred and one. So the Republican cult of childishness and corruption—if that—that sums them up. They uh, every day is 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 opposite day in Republican bizarro world as we know. If they talk about, um, you know, the troops, they—you better believe the troops. Somebody's gonna die. Okay. If they talk about. The thing that always would get me they would they they would promise oh let's bring the adults back let's get the adults back in uh in government what the adults meaning you see because we're not supposed to be adults normal normal people liberals aren't adults because we want everybody to have health care we want people to eat decent food, not have to resort to cutting their pills in half and eating cat food. So they, they're the adults because they can snap, they can just slap that decent food out of granny's hand and say, Hey honey, you know what? If you, if God didn't want you to eat cat food, he would have made you born rich. He would have given you a trust fund to lean back on during your retirement, but that's what they, they, they talk about the adults the, and they are children. It takes a level of, and I mean, no offense to children. Okay. Cause at least children grow up. You know what I mean? These, this, we're talking about, a, I mean, not, it's not just Trump. It's all of them. We're talking about a 72 year old toddler. Okay, like I know some toddlers and they I would trust them more in in the Oval Office than I trust this scumbag, Trump. They're all scums, all of them. Don't get me wrong. And I don't mean to insult scumbags. I know we've spoken about this before because scumbags have a purpose. You got to put your scum somewhere. Donald Trump Jr. has no purpose he's taking up oxygen he's taking up space and not only does he have the uh, uh, he's just he's not just taking up space he's sucking more space in than he could ever deserve he's taking more uh, he's not he's not he's not a contributor they talk about takers that's another thing the, who are the takers oh the makers and the takers that they are the ultimate takers they are the uh, succubuses. They are like leeches on society. They are leeches on the back of the body politic, on the American worker, you name it. They are leeching off of us. They are, we are giving them a free ride off our backs. They don't pay their taxes. Now, Trump just talked about, I just saw, oh, Manafort is a good person. He gave, uh, because everybody's out to get these poor, poor, put-upon grifters, would, would we just let them grift and steal without getting in the way? Why, Why? who do we think we are? We're, we're, we're hunting these witches. Now, coming to my house, this is what I want to say. They, they, they want Trump to be, uh, don't, they, don't, they don't want him to talk to Mueller, which is such bullshit. He's, he's never going to talk to Mueller, and he, was, and he was never going to in the first place. It's just more waste of time. Kill time. Drain more of the precious resource that we all have that is limited. It's the time of our lives that is ticking away, and we're wasting time wondering whether this fucking idiot is going to talk to Robert Mueller. He's not going to talk to him. A perjury trap. You know, if, you don't, if you're not a liar, you don't, go in, you don't have to worry about being in a trap. So stop lying. Oh, the, we don't want him to be in a perjury trap because he's a effing liar. A, what is a perjury trap? You know, and the other they, like these Republicans always talk about. You know, when they want to surveil us and they want to pass legislation that limits our freedom, and they uh, they want to sell, they want to give corporations the ability to spy on us, and we, they want us to shut up and not say anything about it. They say, well, what do you have to hide? You know they want to go through your bags. They want to they want to stop and frisk you on the streets. Well, hey, well, what do you have to hide? If you don't have any guns, if you don't have anything to hide, then don't worry about it. Why are you worried if they if the police are stopping and frisking you? But they're talking about, you know, um, well, you know, now Trump is in a perjury trap. Right? If you will come into my house and look around, you know what? If, if you're not a tax dodger, if you're not a crook, what do you have to worry about? I don't see why they're so they're, they complain so much that oh, Trump's violating his his privacy is being violated, and of course they're liars when it comes to the Mueller investigation, saying oh, this dirty dossier. This is another thing. Everything has a little nickname. They're all because they're babies. You know where are the adults? They they never were the adults. The dirty dossier, the uh, the witch hunt, everything. Oh, uh, you know, crooked Hillary. Um, you know, whatever they. Every, everybody has a name. They and they think it's clever. This is Trump's. This is what a political genius he is supposedly. That he comes up with uh, bully twelve year old schoolyard bully type nicknames. What a genius. And he tickles racist funny bones. What a genius. He's a, uh, he's uh, and meanwhile, he received fewer votes. All right. On, on top of it. He's, the only thing that they have going for them is that they have absolutely no morals and they are willing to say and do anything to maintain power, to seize power and, and make sure it stays that way. They don't care. They don't want people to vote. They don't want you to vote. They don't want you to have power. They don't want you to have the power of a union. They don't want you to—they want you to bow down before your betters. And that means Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, okay? He's your better? I mean, what really—what would Eric Trump be doing? What would Donald Trump be—Junior? What about, what about the father? What would they be doing without their trust funds? Donald Trump, the senior, would be like a used car salesman or something. No offense to you. I know some used car car salesmen. They're not crooks. They're not grifters. They're not morons. They know when to use to, T-O, and when to use T-O-O. They know the difference between your, your, and your, Y O U apostrophe, R-E. So they talk about the, uh... You know, it's so unfair, um, With the, and that's the other thing, they're, so, they're such babies, right? Everything is unfair. Mommy, I remember when my mother wanted to put me to bed. I'd say, that's unfair, Mommy. That's not fair. Life is not fair, she would say. You know, get to bed. I wanted to go to bed because I was the youngest, so my brother and sister got to stay up. That's not fair. And it's the same argument these morons have. No fair. This is not fair. Unfair. Who... Everything's handed to them. They get uh, they get to seize power despite receiving fewer votes. They and while they're in power, they make sure that other they can keep power by making sure that uh, they gerrymander and hook and crook their way into solidifying this power. But that's just not fair. You know what? It isn't fair. But it's not fair in the uh, not in the way that they that they're talking about. It's not fair by evidence evidence by the fact that they have power. That's why it's not fair. These if all things were equal, they would not be running things. And th- if uh, the Democratic Party better get its crap together because um, they need to stop this gr- this grifter. Okay, all right. That's just an aside. I don't want to hear, oh, um, you know, these debates on television about how, well, um, the uh, in regard to Kavanaugh, in regard to the Supreme Court justice, that they are another illegitimate Supreme Court justice. Because everything that this grifter is doing is illegitimate because he's illegitimate. He's an illegitimate president. He's not the president. He's the so-called president. So he's illegitimate. So every and then why are we even debating whether we're going to do our be- uh, have give him a fair hearing? Are you kidding me? Did they give Merrick Garland a fair hearing when Obama was trying to reach out to these these snakes? That's another thing. You know, they talk about snakes, right? You talk when you know every day. Maybe I should have named this show "Every Day is Opposite Day," but they talk about snakes. Oh, you know, the snakes, the snakes, they're not immigrants. The snakes aren't the immigrants coming in that are going to bite you. You, you, you cowardly moron. The snakes are the, the ones wearing the ostrich leather jackets and not paying their taxes and whining how everything's unfair. When, yeah, it is unfair when you receive fewer votes, when you're in when you're in bed with a foreign dictator, when you suck up to dictators and kick down on people below you, yet you're still the so-called president, yet you can do whatever the hell you want, and you have an entire party of grifters behind you because they all they want is to steal and grift for themselves, and they don't care what you're doing to this grand experiment in liberal, liberal democracy that you're destroying it. But, you know, yeah, that's unfair. That's unfair. It's unfair for all the people that sacrificed their lives for the liberal democracy that that flag represents that you tell everybody to take to stand proudly and salute. But he, Donald Trump would never stand proudly and take the oath when it was his turn, right? What am I saying? You see how I get. And we we should all get this way. I don't want to hear, I'm tired, Tara. I'm tired, too. Get out there. You better, this this is the time. You were born for this. To resist. In the name of everybody who sacrificed their life. You know, you think about all the people. This is what touches me. It hurts my heart when I think about those who died, who were young, who put the uniform on and sacrificed their lives for you know fighting fascism not emboldening fascists at home all of the loved ones that uh, uh, that that never got to see their their son their their uh husband whoever their brother their friend again all of the moments that that person never got to experience because they died because they were 18 19 20 years old and gave their life for this Country, for this democracy, whatever, for the for the aspirational democracy that it is, fighting fascism. And all of the songs that were never sung, all of the poems that were never written, all of the moments sitting on a porch with a grandchild, or whatever, those those human moments that make it worthwhile, that, that make life worth living, the connection. The laughs, the tears, the struggles—they never got to experience them, because they sacrificed their lives. So this grifter can tear it down, can sully it, can collude. I don't think so. I—that's it, what I—that what motivates me when I think about that. When I think about them, but maybe they were in your family. Maybe they were your father, your mother, your. Your loved one, you're a great uncle, whoever. But you better, you better believe there weren't, there weren't, there wasn't a Trump among them, because Donald Trump and in his in his entire family tree has never put on the uniform of this country, and fought for this country. That's for damn sure. You, he would if he were uh, if it were that uh, they had the opportunity you know that just like Bush's grandpappy he'd be um, you know sight cited under the trading with the enemies Act like Bush like uh, George W Bush's grandpappy they don't care they, you know they don't see red white and blue they see green money 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 give me more give me more ain't enough for these suckers never enough. For these sick bastards. They're sick. You better believe they're sick. I I mean, look at the way, I say this all the time, look at the way they spend their free time. They're they're all sick. Killing things? That's what you do in your free time? You kill things? For fun. They don't do, they do nothing positive. And so that's, how are you going to be great? How are you going to be a great country when you have, morons, grifters, and people who are who hate the uh, basically they say they love America but they hate practically everybody in it who's not a straight white male or their cheerleaders. If you're not um bowing down before their the the great white hope, you're, you're you don't love America. So I um what was I going to say? I was going to say a lot of things, many, uh, many things, many things were being said. Cause I, I had this video, the thing, uh, I was talking about these, these bastards being children. Um, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, I live here in New York. Oh, what a scandal. Governor Cuomo said America was never great. I, I it was in, I, I think he's, he meant, I you what he meant, you know what I mean? Of course. You can't be great again. What are you talking about when you're you're talking about great again? Because they're not talking about going back to a time that, um, you know, when we had uh, 90% top marginal tax rate and a 35% unionization. We could all get on board for that. Let's make America great again by that, by bringing back the estate tax now and the top marginal tax rate of 90%. Let's bring that back. No, they're talking about America was great when straight white men were unchallenged in the catbird seat of power and everybody else knew their place. So, but uh, Cuomo said that America was not great. I'll just play the clip and then we'll talk about it. Hold on.
2: We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. (laughs) We have not reached greatness. We will reach greatness when every American is fully engaged. We will reach greatness when discrimination and stereotyping against women, 51 percent of our population, is gone. And every woman's full potential is realized and unleashed, and every woman is making her full contribution. When that happens, this nation is going to be taken even higher, because we have not yet fully liberated the women in this country. And we will. And New York will lead the way and
1: watch New York rise. Thank you and God bless you. So, of course, when he says something like that, America was never, oh, my God, gasp. Oh, my, 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 my snowflake heart. America was never great. How do I handle this there? It's almost like you. What do you mean? There's no Santa Claus. What? America was never great. What is wrong with this? uh, Having an honest conversation. I understand what he was trying to say. He's saying that America, the great whatever quote unquote they that they're talking about, never existed. There was never, um, you know, that lever to beaver world where only white men existed and mommy stayed home, and you know they uh, every uh, they the kids got into some uh, PG rated hijinks around the town. But there's no black people. There's no gay people. There's no women aren't don't have any power. So. What, that's what they're talking about. Is that what? They, that's what uh, America is great. They, it's the the childishness, uh, the cartoonishness, the way that they just, just um, look at this country without having the ability to have a, con- a an honest, mature, adult conversation about the the failings and the the strengths and the weaknesses. How do you? You know, in recovery, you take a searching and fearless moral inventory of yourself. You don't sit there and say, I'm the best that ever was, and there's nothing to change, obviously. Like Donald Trump. He, I, I guess there was, uh, according to Christianity, there was Jesus, and then there was Trump, right, who were perfect. But you look at yourself honestly and say, okay, I'm gonna, this is working for me. This isn't working. And so sh- should a country, a mature country that wants to progress and actually be great. Um, people, we all want to seat at the table. I'm sorry, uh, Trump uh, uh You can't handle that. It's, it's not about hating this country. You're wanting it to live up to its founding ideals, to its founding promises in the documents not that they ever, we've ever reached those ideals. We haven't. So they, of course, Donald Trump and all all the Trumpansies uh, jumped on it. Of course, Trump tweeted, um, which is worse: high tax Andrew Cuomo's statement, "We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great," or Hillary's deplorable statement. And of course, in those two statements that he's that he's highlighting. They conflate and confuse and of course and take out of context Hillary, clearly when she mentioned deplorables, and it doesn't matter. He, see it's I'm already exhausted explaining this again because you always have to explain again and again and again, and it never stops. you uh, uh, this is why I, I don't argue with Trump andzes. i I talk to people who have an open mind, maybe they're misinformed. A lot of people are just misinformed and dumbass, and they're listening to their dumbass, whoever, husband, or wife, or whatever, and uh, they don't have all the facts. Others are irredeemable, like the deplorables. And when Hillary talked about the deplorables, she was talking, she made it clear. She's talking about the white supremacists, the racists, the KKK. So this is who they're throwing their hats in when? This, this, This is who they're they're proud to be associated with. They're proud to call themselves deplorables um, and be part of the KKK. And this is another thing. I don't care if you're a. Um, you just you just want the trains to run on time. You uh, uh, you you don't really approve of Donald Trump's racism. You don't. Uh, but. You know what? You want a tax break, even though I'm talking about the the average Joe's. You're not getting a tax break, morons. You're not. the The tax you it's going to the top one percent. And if they're and if by chance you get an extra fifteen dollars in your paycheck, whoopee, whoopee, doopie. The, you're going to be paying uh, over, uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but at this point, uh, a lot more for everything else, including healthcare, because they're destroying everything. So they giveth with one hand and taketh away with another, and you're left spinning and hating Muslims, hating Mexicans, hating brown people as long as they can convince you that your problems are the pro- are because of somebody a few rungs lower on the ladder then they got you sucker so but i don't care if you're if you're voting you voted for this moron because you think you're getting a tax break you're an idiot and you're in bed with the kkk and the white supremacists and david duke and all the racist, deplorable bastards who drag this country down, who are the shame of this country. We never had, a, a, I mean, in modern times, a president that was so openly racist, and an entire administration. Now, Almorosa, it's amazing how... The And you talk about a child, you know, but part of the hallmarks with being a child is things just get to you. So I'm, I remember being a kid, don't you remember? Little things got to you, your friends, you had a fight with a friend or they, whatever. Kids are vicious, they could be assholes, and it's the end of the world, right? And you, I remember, you know, you just don't have as much control over your emotions. And as you get older, you get more mature, you realize... It doesn't matter. Pick your battles. Who cares? Do you would would a, would a mature, normal, emotionally stable adult be a not? Uh, you know, would they get into Twitter fights with people like Omarosa? Who cares? What they it, they would let it roll, especially somebody who's supposed to have the nuclear codes. Just like Hillary said, a man who is baited by a tweet should not be in charge of our nuclear arsenal. And they apparently with all he does they with this Omarosa was they, they've told him, don't engage, don't engage. he can't help himself. he can't stop himself. He's an addict. He's a narcissist. He, he needs his narcissistic supply if somebody gets in the way of that, and, well, you know, if it's Omarosa, it, it's, it's, it's unseemly, it's embarrassing. This is the so-called president of the United States having a fight with Omarosa, a reality TV star. And Omarosa, um, think of, if, if Omarosa can get the better of this moron, what do you think Vladimir Putin has on him? You can get over on him by, by simply complimenting him. He's he's that easily played. They don't even have to try. They the Russians knew what an easy mark he was because he's greedy and he's stupid, and he wants you know, and he's a narcissist. And there's uh, you know, there is no doubt in my mind that. He is compromised. There is no doubt. What? He, there, he can't stop himself. He's stupid. He's a moron. And the Republican Party are... Uh, and I, I can't stand... You. And as we're talking about the adults, now they stripped John Brennan of his security clearance. Now, and this is... Okay, I have security clearance. I don't, I don't have it anymore. I had to go through the process of getting it. It expires after a certain amount of time. But... I, I went through that process of getting security clearance and Donald Trump has never gone through that process. It's it's an extensive process and he could be because he couldn't pass it. There is no doubt in my mind that this traitor could not pass a security clearance back a check. It's not just a background check. They go they go through your life. They with a fine-tooth comb. And it's not just online. They come to your house. They come, they knock on your neighbor's doors. They interview people. They go, they, they know everything about you. And it's not about whether you have good days and bad days either. The, the, it is whether you lie about them. That's the other thing. So they'll find out no matter what. But just don't lie and you'll be fine and they, because that's how they get you. That's how you get compromised. You're a liar, and they don't want you to have money problems, and they want to know that you're not a traitor. Now, Donald Trump would never pass a security clearance check. He would never. So the fact that he can wave his magic tiny hands and take away somebody's security clearance, and um, now we have these Republicans that are backing him up. Oh, uh, John Brennan... Which, I just got to play this. Speaking of Republican babies, they defend, this is uh, Senator Kennedy. Hold on.
3: To try and claim he's racist because he uses the word
4: like dog.
5: I think most Americans look at our, uh, our national
3: intelligence experts as being above politics. Mr. Brennan has demonstrated that uh, that's not the case. He's been totally political. Um,
5: I think I called him a butthead, and I meant it. Um, I think he's given the national intelligence community a, 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 a bad name.
1: I called him a butthead, and I meant it. Um, well, I think he's a cootie brain. I think he's a, he's a, a poopy head. What, what is wrong with these morons? I mean, why am I asking that? The, they have, they have dragged us down to the, the a once great nation, a once proud nation that saved the Western civilization, that helped save Western civilization from fascism. They have dragged us into the schoolyard, like like schoolyard bullies. It's it's pathological. He's a butthead? Now, first of all, John Brennan is a private citizen who could say whatever the F he wants to say. He's not speaking in his role of uh, 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 as CIA director or anything. And the Republican Party, once again, give Donald Trump a pass. Now, imagine, okay, we like to play this game. What if Obama did it? What if Obama was stripping the form his his, people who were criticizing him of of their clearance? In the they already called him a dictator. They called him the imperial president. He wants to be a king. Meanwhile, here we have a literal traitor who is acting like the. authoritarian dictators right from the authoritarian dictator playbook and they're 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 enabling him and backing him up it's the other thing all right this is definitely a trump cult where the heck is it i'm sorry i played the wrong um thing here where is it oh fuck this is what happens No, um, I wanted to play the, all right, I'll play this instead. Because I had these, these Trumps, these, uh, these two Trump bastards, these two Republicans, they were arguing with each other of who, who loves Trump more, but I can't find it. You know, that's, that's the criteria now. It doesn't matter what the, the Republican party has no, um, ideology anymore. Their ideology is Trump, whatever Trump wants. And... That's how sick they are. Think about that. They know he's a traitor. They know that he is in love with dictators. They know he's a crook and a grifter who didn't pay his taxes. And, um, you know, that's fine with them. They're good. They're cool. As long as they can cut Medicaid, cut Social Security, kick people off health care, roll back Obamacare, which is nothing but regulations on the insurance racket. As long as they can stop us from being a better country, from getting together and unifying, they will tear this country apart. And the everything that Trump talks about, then on uh, when he's decrying and whining about a witch hunt, it's always a this is really bad for our country. This is bad for our. This is really bad for the USA. Like he's the USA, him. He doesn't get it that. He, if you're not standing up against him now, then you're, you're the problem, that patriots will fight this fascist bastard. And we better get busy and make sure that we're on the voter rolls because they are, they are coming for us. The Russians are already in the um, – apparently hacking into our voting systems, the electronic voting machines that have always sucked – and we're always compromised. Of course they are, and they're already in there. They're in the voter registration rolls. They're fussing. They're they're effing around in there. They. You think they they're gonna stop? Trump is it? He's begging them to do it. He wants them to. And this is my fear too, because you see what Trump is doing. He's talking about. Red wave, red. oh, it's like when we say blue wave, they're going, oh, this is a red wave, red wave coming. Putting aside that red, red, red wave is just another word for getting a period, but whatever, and uh, they're talking about red wave, and is in anticipation because Trump knows that, and he and he's happy. He wants Putin to. Fuss, F, F, what, not fuss. He wants him, Putin, to, um, you know, come into the our electoral system and screw with it. He wants to win by hook or by crook. He's not winning, obviously. He's cheating, but that doesn't matter. It never stopped him before. He's a grifter. He doesn't care how he if uh, about the fundamental foundations of the democratic system like he he wants he, uh, that it's 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 being destroyed. That's the point. Who cares? As long as he's at, at the top. So they that uh, when I see Trump tweeting about the red wave coming, uh, it makes me wonder what what did they talk about in that two hour meeting? when they were completely uh, alone. Do you think they talked about Russian adoption? Did they talk about, uh, you know, making the world great, uh, making, the, making both uh, Russia and America safe for democracy? I doubt it. They, who the hell knows what they talked about? It was, and it wasn't in our best interest. We better believe that. You, you know that for a fact. So now Trump is saying that uh, um, Comey and Mueller are best friends. It's it's pathetic. Let me see. Hold on. Eh, whatever. I was gonna. The, the, there's so many things to talk about, like this Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the way that she got out there and lied this week about Obama, they, I, I, and here's another thing. When you talk about um, the the, chil- the childishness of these Republicans, they, ne- they I mean, putting aside, they, they don't even care. What does it matter to them that they receive fewer votes? It's, that's incidental. They, they're in power, whatever. They not only receive fewer votes, but they're undoing Everything that a president who was duly elected, popularly elected twice in two landslide elections, that he, everything that he put in place, and he's, they're taking credit for Obama's job numbers, and the fact is Obama inherited an economy that was hemorrhaging 750,000 jobs a month, and he turned it around and I mean, I have issues with the fact that we are still the least upwardly mobile, with the widest income gap of all industrialized nations. I mean, that's a problem, and that should be—you um, know—you can't have a democracy and 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 uh, concentrated wealth. It just you just don't have that, which is why you have we have in this United so-called United States uh, the House how many millionaires is 75% millionaires in the house of and the people's house. That's a problem. We, I mean, so really the democratic party needs to get its its act together. We need to get money out of politics and start rebuilding this country from the bottom up, not from the top down, that which is that we have too much top down right now. And that's oligarchy. I'm sorry. If you can't have a functioning school system unless you find a rich benefactor, that's a problem. That's not the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to have a country that we all pay our taxes, including the rich, including Donald effing Trump and his and his scumbag sons, including them, and it all goes into fund the civilization that we all benefit from. We all benefit from uh, when somebody's kid gets to go to school, when people get to uh, actualize their lives to the best of their abilities. And it doesn't matter. Not everybody's going to be a businessman or a doctor. We every, There's a value in everybody whether you're a janitor whether you sleep sweep the floors make a work at McDonald's whatever the, even though I got issues with McDonald's but that's another story with uh eating meat but you know what I'm saying what uh, everyone deserves a living wage and that's the fear republicans are they can't have a society like that where we all where we where we truly think e pluribus unum out of many one they can't have that they need us to be Make America great again, whatever that is. There's the longing for this, this past that never existed, and th- which is another hallmark to fascism. Fascism, the uh, a uh, there's characteristics to fascism, just like there's characteristics to functioning democracy. Functioning democracies aren't, democ- aren't uh, systems where you have concentrated wealth in the hands of a few. That's not a functioning democracy. So the, uh, you know, we should be striving for the, for these, you know, why am I, I'm stumbling off the words. We should be striving for a, for goals, unified goals. You know, when we, when Kennedy said, we go to the moon, you know, we're going to go there in 10 years. Uh, Because it is hard, because it it was an exercise in coming together and doing something as a society, what people can do, the best that we have, what we can do together. And that came about as a part of having a progressive tax system, you know what I mean, where people could make a living wage, where we had 35% unionization and we had enough left over because we taxed the rich at a 90% top marginal tax rate which prevented the growth of intergenerational aristocracy and we had 35% unionization that afforded people to pay taxes and where we had enough left over that we could go to the goddamn moon together instead of what what do we do to get nothing you know we there's nothing we just take republicans just strip and take and undermine everything that is decent anything that makes your life a little bit easier that gives you a little bit more free time, a little bit more time to spend with your loved ones that make life worth living then uh, they they're they're coming for that they gotta they can't have you being uh, not overworked. they want you overworked, underpaid, working three uniquely American low paying no benefit jobs so you don't have enough energy when you get home to read the paper and see what's going on and and figure out that they are screwing you and that they they want you so exhausted that you don't have the energy to get out into the streets and organize, organize, organize against them because, you know what, they need that extra zero on their bank account that they'll never spend. So um, Fox News, ugh, I know, right? that this they they went off on socialism again which is laughable let me see because when you look at uh, every year for for uh, the the happiness index you have the Scandinavian countries the socialist countries and uh they can't have that they can't have Americans believing that socialism works and it does work socialism like the social, like Social security That's, that was the genius of FDR. Everybody in, nobody out. We—it belongs to everybody. If we had a government, if we had a system of government that had, uh, you know, public financing of campaigns and public uh, higher education, public, um, you know, universal health care. Everybody in, nobody out. We. This is what we have to be striving for. That is the only democratic value. And it's so easy to say, everybody in, nobody out. We don't leave anybody behind. We don't leave them behind on the battlefield. We don't leave them behind in ignorance, in illness, without education. I mean, there you go. So every year you have Denmark ranking the highest in the world happiness reports year after year, right? And uh, Republicans can't have that. They can't have you... um, thinking that socialism works because they, they regulate their society. They're, they, ha- they is a, um, you know, it's really hard to be poor in Denmark. You can't, it's, uh, unless, uh, you, if you're ill, you get help. If you, when you have a baby, they send you a care package. They pay fathers and mothers to stay home and, and care for newborns. This is, that's what you do in a civilization that actually values the family and life. You know, only here in America, when they talk about family, is family, code word for hating gays. That's as far as they get when it comes to the family, right? So the, uh, so this dumb bitch, uh, talked about, what's her name? Trish. Trish the dumb bitch, I think her name is. I know Trish Regan. Everyone in in Denmark is working for the government. She says, and the the ignorance is astounding because they count on their morons being dumb. Now the the demographic of of Fox News is really uh, the um, the viewership, the the demographic is is elderly. They're older Americans, and but the reason why socialism isn't such a dirty word anymore is because of the internet the world has become a lot smaller and younger people aren't scared they understand they they, they're not scared of the that that scary whatever they don't believe it because they see with their own eyes they see that every other country on earth has universal universal health care and they're not living in tyranny it's so it's so ridiculous when you think about it that the Republicans have stupid dumbasses believing that they're not free if they could go to a doctor without going bankrupt. Now, I hate to inform you, morons, but if you can't go to the doctor when you're sick, you're not free, okay? And if you can't take a day off because you don't have any job security when you're sick, you're not free. So you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll just let this, uh, the, the, um, this person, what's his name? One of the, well, they, they rebutted Trish. I can't, I can't find his name, but whatever. It's been one of those shows, as you know. So I'll just play it. I think he says his name. So where is it? Here we go
5: there's something rotten in Denmark.
3: Fox News host Trish Reagan has made a story in which she compares Denmark to Venezuela.
5: Denmark, like Venezuela, has stripped people of their opportunities.
3: Okay, let's just clarify a few things. Trish, you're wrong. You can't compare Denmark to Venezuela. We have a welfare state in our country. This means that our society provides opportunity for people. It doesn't strip people of possibilities in their life.
5: and no one wants to work. This is a real problem. This
3: is not true. According to the OECD, Denmark rates 11 places higher than the US unemployment rate. The difference, of course, being that in Denmark, people are paid a decent wage.
5: School's free, university's free, that's lovely.
3: Actually it is.
5: But you see, not only is school free, they actually pay you. Not bad, eh?
3: That is not bad. That means that it's not the size of your parents' bank account, that decides whether or not you get an education. It's your hard work, it's your talent, it's your motivation.
5: Well, you know what happens then? Nobody graduates from school, they just stay in school.
3: <sighs> of course people graduate. According to the World Economic Forum on a list of the best educated populations, we rank number six, quite a bit better than the US, sorry.
5: Nowadays, all the kids graduating from school in Denmark, they wanna start cupcake cafes.
3: I wish that was correct because I love cupcakes. Unfortunately, it's not. It could be, though, because according to Forbes list over countries with best opportunities for businesses, Denmark rates far better than the U.S. So, Trish, pretty much everything you said is untrue, or as your beloved president would put it, you are fake news.
1: It's, It's. It's embarrassing to watch them struggle. Why can't they just defend their ideology without having to lie? Why? Because their ideology is bullshit. That's why. If it was so strong, if it were that funneling all the wealth and power to the top really did trickle down, then guess what? Liberals, normal people, would be all for it. We wouldn't be st- digging in our heels, saying no. We believe in a progressive taxation and a, marginal, a, t- a higher marginal tax rate and a unionized, unionized workforce. We wouldn't be uh, just holding on to our ideology like cultists. But the fact is, they don't—they don't change when new information comes in or that they are challenged with the reality because they're—they. They know from the beginning. They knew from the Reagan so-called revolution when Reagan was holding up ch- a, the bogus charts, the Laffer curve. Everything is a everything is a bullshit, phony lie that they use to sell their moron dupes to convince them to slit their own throat at their command. Everything, including. This, the, it's, it fits into the whole pattern of selling them. It's like selling them heaven, right? Like, await your reward in heaven. It's the same old bullshit tale that they told the working class for, for generation, for millennia. For millennia, they told the working class, your betters are the, the, the elites, the nobility. They were born into wealth. God loves them. God meant them to rule just by evidence of the fact that they're rich and they are ruling over you. And your whole purpose in life is to work and toil in the fields without complaint because you will get your reward in heaven. And in heaven, everything, you're all, everybody will be equal in heaven. If heaven is such an amazing place where everybody's equal, why don't I want to, why wouldn't we want to make heaven on earth then? Let's make it. Heaven on earth. But no, they can't have that because God, for millennia, they justified the the Pope and uh, the aristocracy, justified their positions through using the Bible, keeping people down, selling them this fantasy of this wonderful life when they're dead. Uh, I mean, think about it. Think about how stupid you're going to have a great life when you're dead, <laughs> but this life, get back to work, shut up because your betters need more of their ill-gotten gain. And believe me, it is ill-gotten gain. Now, I heard somebody, I was listening to Tom Hartman's show yesterday and I heard somebody call in and oh, I, I, it gets me so much when I hear so-called working people and even people in the upper middle class or whatever, defending the, the the super uber rich the billionaires they're saying well who is it uh, why is it our place to tell somebody they can't have a billion dollars why because they're living in society that's why and if and if it's if it is that one person with a billion dollars upsets the entire government and democracy itself the whole system why we have hundreds of thousands of graves of soldiers all over the world supposedly who fought and died for this thing. And uh, yeah, then we do have the right to tell somebody that you can't have a billion dollars. There's no reason that somebody has a billion dollars. And while people are going hungry, well, children can't get health care. Well, anybody can't get health care, not just children, everybody it's if if your bloated fortune as teddy roosevelt called it is interfering with our grand experiment then you need to be taken down a notch and guess what you'll still be rich you'll be fine you, you could still have a very nice life you're not going to be uh you know it's not about everybody working in a workhouse you um look at fdr his entire inheritance was 25 million dollars in today's money it was enough for him to be the uh american elite why do you need billions of dollars unless you're and the only way you get a billion dollars is because there is a rigged system the system's rigged yeah trump's right but it's rigged for him it's rigged for that for his his phony filthy children who suck and they do suck because they suck on the government teat without the courtesy or maturity to say thanks. And they all suck on the government teat. They worry about people getting health care, somebody on an undeserving poor person who might be getting an extra $16 in a welfare check. while well, they suck on the government teat every day because they don't pay their taxes. They think that's smart to lay that on you, on the people who work for a living, and if you're cheering him, you're, you're dumb. And, and if somebody uh, – stu- oh, I stumbled on your show. Well, I hope you learned something. And I, I know the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. You're a fool. You're, you are the dupe of a con man. And, an entire, and, and, and it is fitting that the Republican Party has a con man as a standard bearer. It really is because they have been conning – the American people, for generations. And like Tom Hartman always says, the last, uh, le- the last legitimate Republican president was Eisenhower because he, he, was, he was elected legitimately. Every single other Republican president that's come down the pike, they have committed some kind of treason. And I, I wrote an, all, an entire article on this years ago and I should update it because it was called treason is an election is just another election strategy for Republicans or something like that. Just another, I'm sure it's, I'm sure I can find it, but there you go. They don't, uh, from when, when Reagan was, uh, in secret dealings with the Iranians to keep the hostages, when Nixon was in secret dealings with the Vietnamese to to prolong the war, to, to I mean all of them. Uh, who else? Bush. What did Bush? Uh, hold on, people. Bush v. Gore. Everything. There. It's just. Uh, they don't that's what they don't care about le- winning a, le- a legitimate election on the field of ideas. What do they what? what? The, you're talking about people who were trading with the Nazis. Let's see, treason. President Johnson says to Dirksen, I know Dirksen replies, that's that fake because just recently why wasn't this on on every news channel when it came out, that these tapes that that uh, Johnson had about uh, where he where they knew that Nixon was uh, was undermining the government by negotiating with uh, a our enemy behind the back of the president, telling the enemy the Vietnamese to keep the war going. Now, how many people died because Nixon needed to have his war continue? Because it was politically advantageous for him. How many Americans died? you think and they, want, they they love the troops, though, right? They love the troops because the troops make such great photo op backdrops. They, they love the troops because when they go to their funerals, they get a lot of press when they praise them for their bravery and patriotism. Unfortunately, they're dead. They look really – they make very stirring photo-op backdrops when Trump is standing in in Arlington National Cemetery talking about his election win or against the – when he went to the CIA on that – the wall where all the stars – they don't have their names up there. But these – that's every person that died for this country that was working for the CIA. All right. These Republicans. You see what I'm saying? And now I'm late again for the break. Great. I'm – all right, guys, so I'm gonna take like an eight minute break. I need a cup of tea and we'll hear the Green News report. We'll hear with Desi uh, Doyen and Brad Friedman and we will hear Rick Smith's labor history in two and then we'll be back on the other side. We're gonna to talk to Natalie Davis from GDPR Revolution 99 and I, and you guys can call <clears throat> I'll put the, I'll put the number up so when uh, when we come back but uh, you guys can call in. And I'll see you in about eight minutes. My name is Tara Devlin. See you on the other side.
0: Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report.
4: From bad to worse tonight, as the number of fires across the province
3: approaches 600.
5: British Columbia declares state of emergency over wildfires.
3: The full liability could be $5 billion based on past product liability suits.
5: Monsanto's parent company grapples with massive judgment against Roundup weed killer.
3: As far as Puerto Rico is concerned, we have had tremendous reviews. We're doing a great job.
5: Eleven months later, the largest black out in U.S. history is finally over, mostly. Plus,
0: you can hear from my lips, we will not sell or transfer public land.
5: Surprise! Interior Department readies plans to sell off public lands from Utah National Monument.
0: All of those surprises and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And
5: I'm Desi Doyen. Stand
0: by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment.
2: All over California, wildfires are spreading like...
0: They're they're spreading like something. (laughs) This is your... Green News Report. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. Okay, dizzy Doyen, it's not just here in the U.S. where wildfires are going crazy. they got some problems up in Canada as well, I
5: guess. Yes, yes, unfortunately they do. First, it was California that had to deal with these massive megafires. Now it is British Columbia's turn. The Canadian province this week also declared a state of emergency as firefighters from around the world battle nearly 600 out-of-control wildfires that are burning across the province. Canada has also deployed the Canadian Armed Forces Forces to assist in the effort.
0: Nothing to see here, everything's fine.
5: Meanwhile, in Puerto Rico, the largest blackout in U.S. history has finally ended, mostly. Puerto Rico's electric utility says it has restored power to the last home that lost electricity after Hurricane Maria, 11 months after the Category 4 storm destroyed most of the island's fragile ancient power grid. But the grid is still unstable, and residents report that the electricity is still very unreliable.
0: And just to be clear, That was September 20 of 2017, almost a year ago. And now the power is finally back. Mostly.
5: And the lack of electricity and access to basic services over those 11 months had deadly consequences. After months of denial, Puerto Rico's government notified Congress that it estimates the final death toll from Maria is not 64, but likely to be more than 1,400.
0: Well, that was close.
5: Trump Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, in his first speech to agency staffers back in 2017, said this.
4: And I can tell you... You can hear it from my lips.
0: We will not sell or transfer public land. We'll
5: but this week, the Trump administration published a draft proposal to sell off public lands, starting with 1,600 acres of the public lands that Trump had previously slashed from Utah's Grand Staircase-Escalante National Monument, despite those repeated promises by Interior Secretary Zinke that no public lands would be transferred or sold. Huh.
0: Turns out Ryan Zinke is a huge liar. Who'd have guessed it?
5: The Huffington Post reports that the sale may be for the benefit of Republican Utah State Representative Mike Noel, a major critic of National Monument Protections. Noel just happens to own acreage adjacent to one parcel on the chopping block that has been stripped from the monument by President Trump.
0: What a surprise.
5: The stock price of Bayer, which just bought U.S. agribusiness giant Monsanto, has plunged 15 percent in the wake of a jury verdict, ordering its subsidiary, agribusiness giant Monsanto to pay nearly $290 million in damages to a school groundskeeper. The jury agreed with groundskeeper Dwayne Lee Johnson that exposure to Monsanto's popular weed killer Roundup caused his terminal cancer. Johnson's lawyers said that jurors were finally able to see internal company documents showing Monsanto knew for years that glyphosate, the main ingredient in Roundup, could cause cancer. The company says it will appeal the jury's verdict, but Johnson's is only the first of some 4,000 lawsuits against Monsanto. Mm. Some good news, development of the offshore wind industry in the United States does lag far behind Europe, but Bloomberg News reports that America's first large offshore wind project off the coast of Massachusetts is offering long-term contracts to provide electricity that will save consumers about $1.4 billion in electricity costs over 20 years. And finally, in Appalachia, some victories against new pipelines. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, or FERC, issued a stop work order this week on construction of the Atlantic Coast Pipeline after an appeals court rejected crucial permits due to the pipeline's impact on public lands and endangered species. That same appeals court also recently rejected permits granted to the Mountain Valley Pipeline in Appalachia, ruling that the Trump administration should not have permitted the pipeline to cut through the Jefferson National Forest and under the appalachian trail
0: has ryan zinke called those courts environmental terrorists yet
5: nope not yet
0: only a matter of time for much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com find us follow us and share us planet wide on the facebooks and the twitters at green news report i'm brad friedman
5: and i'm desi Doyle,
0: and this has been your green news report Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com
4: donate.
2: I'm Rick Smith. And this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1934. That was the day 7,000 white and Filipino lettuce workers in California's Salinas Valley walked out on strike. Salinas was the lettuce capital of the world. The division of labor in the valley was largely ethnically based. Filipinos did much of the field labor while whites worked in the packing sheds. At the time, Filipinos made up 40% of the total agricultural workforce in the Salinas Valley. They had founded the Filipino Labor Union a year earlier. White packing shed workers had organized into the AFL's Vegetable Packers Association. While the VPA had been reluctant to work with the FLU, they now sought to join forces in strike action. Both unions agreed neither would return to work until both had achieved victory. Together, they demanded wage increases, union recognition, and better working conditions. Losing $100,000 a day, the growers soon imported scabs of all races. They enlisted the California Highway Patrol to arrest striking Filipinos on incitement and vagrancy charges. Soon, the VPA agreed to arbitration, leaving the FLU to continue the strike alone. Some speculated the members were threatened with the loss of their charter if they refused to return to work. The striking Filipino workers continued to organize job actions and experienced increased retaliation as a result. VPA leaders publicly distanced themselves from the Filipino strikers and racially charged vigilante violence intensified. It culminated in the burning down of the labor camp, where hundreds of Filipino workers lived a month after the strike began. Vigilantes then drove as many as 800 Filipinos from the valley at gunpoint. The strike was officially called off, and those that remained returned to work. By October, both unions had won wage increases.
1: Yo, it's Tara Devlin. How you doing, everybody? <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> so thank you guys for hanging out every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. on the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels and on Progressive Voices and GDPR Revolution 99. I just want to get into... I just wanted a couple of things I need you guys to do. I really need you, every single one of you, to... Give me a review on iTunes. It's not that much. I'm not asking for much. We need to. We have like 31 people reviewing it now. We it needs to be like in the hundreds more. We have to get that. Just get the word out. You know, the more people that come and uh, listen and like the show and find out about the show and you and share the show with your friends and share RDT Daily and our our content. um, there's some good. Stuff on the horizon. I down in a couple of weeks, um, we're gonna have another show starting with Jessica Delfino. She, I know every week we would talk about the therapy hour for the resistance. We're really gonna have a therapy hour, but it's not, she's not a real therapist, she's just that friend that you call when you have a problem. So, we're gonna have a show on RDT Daily Live, and it's will be Jessica will take your questions, your problems, and she'll give you g- good advice. Jessica's a great, funny, awesome comedian. Uh, she ra- ran the um, the song festival, Silly Song Festival. I, I'm, I'm butchering it. Um, every year, she's, she's, look, just Google her name, and you'll be excited, as I am. And so I'm going to, like, I don't know why I'm saying, like, I try to clean up my language so I don't sound like a moron. like a, So I don't sound like the morons in the White House. But it's, I guess it's just habits. Old habits die hard. Uh, anybody who donates above $20 or more will get this Grab Them by the Midterm Window Cling with Francis Jr. Jr. All right? Because we need uh, help. We're going to... Create a Patreon page. We're going to have a merchandise page with just stuff for the – especially for the holidays. You know what I mean? We're trying here, people. And my dream is to do a show every day, all right? It really is. Maybe not on the weekend or maybe not on a Sunday, but more than once a week. But that requires – Money, Because we have, everybody has to pay their bills. So, all right. Um, that's that. That's my, my ask. My ask is we, I will be here every week. Let's, I, I know that we have a, a, a very loyal following and I want to thank you. So I, as long as I'm here, uh, on this planet, I'm going to do the best I can to, try to make this world a better place and we do that by getting the word out and i always say the american revolution began in tea shops with pamphlets that's how it began from one person to the next whispering about the the this the this that secret the dream that you know what we didn't have to have a, a king and an aristocracy that that treasonous Dream. So we're here every week, whispering. We're not whispering. We're we're shouting into our microphones that we don't need an aristocracy. We need an in, we need a democracy. We we really need to have a an interge, an intergenerational democracy, where we pass this on to our children and uh, by educating them that we are in this together, no matter what. We're we are in it together. Everybody, all of us, and the and if somebody comes up and they they try to divide us, we know that they're they're working against us. They divide us along racial lines, along lines of gender, uh, you know, identity or whatever. All right. So, on the phone, ladies and gentlemen, let me put the phone number up too. If you guys wanna, anybody wants to call in, you can. Let me see. Do I have the phone number? Here it is. 360-777-6007. And if you're calling when the show's not on, you can leave a message, and maybe I'll play the message on the air. But on the phone right now, we have Natalie Davis. She is the an award-winning veteran journalist, lifelong progressive, activist, author, public speaker, and since, since 1996, the owner of listener-supported Grateful Dead Public Radio, GDPR Revolution 99. The, that station's mission is to provide diverse voices and views for we the people. Diverse like me. I'm on it. So uh, you can find GDPR Revolution at GDPRrevolution99.com and on the TuneIn app. And on all over, uh, numerous internet radio portals. So on the phone, Natalie, can you hear me? I sure can. Can Oh boy, yes. Whenever, see, I ask that because whenever it's working, I'm I'm surprised. You know what I mean? (laughs) I get. I'm very confident. (laughs) (laughs) I am not confident. (laughs) I I have that uh, always that little bit of uh, fear constantly, so it keeps me in line. So. How well, you doing? Are you
4: living in Trump land—that that, <laughs> that, that
1: figures, yeah. Right. We have <laughs> fear. Right. Exactly. We're not fear-based. I, I know they—they've they've done studies on conservatism. That conservatives—this is this is—I mean, we can go into this forever, but they're fear-based, and it's—it really is true. So, but not necessarily oh, fear-based. Really. Yeah. Yeah. No, we said
4: earlier that the last—you know—legitimate Republican president. That we had was Dwight Eisenhower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he was also the last decent Republican right. president that we had. I mean, he was calling out the the military industrial complex.
1: Mm-hmm, that's
4: true. He, right. he understood that that business taxes need to be high mm-hmm. because it's a privilege for them to be able to do what they right. do in this country. Um, Yep. He understood that CEOs are not worth more than mm. the people who are actually doing the work. Right. So, you know,
5: yeah, Eisenhower. Right. But, and then, you and know, it's the
1: trouble—oh, re- go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You, go, you're go. you on a roll. Tell me, yeah, what were you saying, the, the trouble? The trouble really started with
4: Reagan. Mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm.
4: And that's, you know, what we're seeing with Trump and his minions right now has been in the works since Reagan.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
4: It's right. just now they're in there. They've got a moron in charge. Right. They know he's a moron. They right. know that what he's doing is immoral, but they don't care. Right. They see it as their opportunity to grab back all of the protections and decency. I mean, for crying out loud, we're going to need another another version of Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, if, if right. we keep going at this rate.
1: I know. Everybody is – every living creature and – plants, animals, it doesn't matter. They're in their crosshairs. I just, I, because I'm in the uh, Humane Society and every other animal organization, it, they, uh, they're they after, um, okay, I, you know, I hate uh, factory farms. I hate all, all of that, but we, there are mm-hmm. some regulations that were put in that they, that chickens can raise, so they make it so chickens can raise their wings and pigs won't be stuck in these gestation crates where they can't turn around now p- pigs are smarter than dogs and they they're they put the sows in these crates and they they basically go insane because imagine just living in a crate and they impregnate, yeah. And yeah they impregnate them they wouldn't do that to a dog they do it to these pigs so there there were Rules and uh, these gestation crates are illegal in other countries, and here in the United States, of course, you know uh, they these Republicans. Whenever they get a halt, whenever they get a little bit of power, everything is on is in their crosshairs. So when people say this is why I can't stand regular average Joe Republicans, that oh, like they love animals and all that, but they're but this is what you're voting for. You're voting so. The uh, pigs can, uh, you know, you're torturing animals, you're torturing the environment, you're torturing human beings. And they, uh, it's all on the, uh, on the, you know, it's, everything is on the line now. This is what we're fighting for. That's
4: absolutely right.
1: And, uh, That's
4: absolutely right. Right. you know, when the Republicans get in, you, well, let's think about it, how long it has taken to bit by bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, eradicate cruelty, right. cruelty from the national agenda. Right. You know, when we started, we we could own human beings, and we could mm-hmm. treat animals however right. we wanted, and we could pollute it at will. It took generations to get to this point, and we yeah. still have farther to go. But no, right. now they're getting rid of everything: protections in the schools, environmental protections. they they're they're killing off national public land. Right, right. They're, they're taking animals off the endangered species oh, list Yeah, and, and separating children from their parents. Mm-hmm. What wonderful cruel people. <laughs> right. And that's what, that's what their agenda is. It's about cruelty in the name of making them even richer.
1: Right. And they have the balls. And I hate to say that, too, because it's sexist. They have the nerve, basically, to, to get up there and talk about a culture of life and how, uh, and how, uh, just uh, loving America, loving your, uh, you know, anything that they talk about. They're just so full of shit. It's- Making
4: America great again. Right. Yeah, um, America was great when it was killing things. You know, yeah. I don't agree with Andrew Cuomo on much, mm-hmm. but he got it right, right. this week. Well, that's America why they guess. never <laughs> been great.
1: Right. And, and, and I mean. I mean. He should have said it better. I suppose I don't know. Uh, it's just that are we that we're that childish that we can't have a conversation? Yes. Yeah, I, I guess yes. it's true. We are
4: yeah. as a nation. We apparently are that childish because we insist you stand for that flag and you put your hand over your heart when you recite that pledge by rote mm-hmm. because we're the greatest, man. <laughs> <no> right. <me. laughs> Are not, And if you look at it from the standpoint of a person of color, of an LGBTQ person, mm-hmm. of disabled people, of older people, this country's never been great.
1: Right, right, right.
4: Uh, and uh, and right. how dare they expect to force us to just, I mean, let's speak to NFL players. The NFL players are expected to stand and honor the national anthem. Why in the world right. would you ask African, no, 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 demand? And African-American people stand for a a song that celebrates slavery.
1: Right. That's true. Why would you do that? But they don't want to have that conversation, though. That's the whole thing. No, because
4: they're they're immature. They want conformity. They don't want people to think, as Trump said, he loves the poorly educated. Right,
1: right, right. I mean. So that's why they. People need to. It's the same thing, like when, when, when Cuomo said that uh, America was never great, it's, it is almost along the lines with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee in the sense that they, the Republicans cannot afford to have us have the conversation that surrounds those two, that, that statement and the action. So be, they, that's why they, they muddy the issue, they, con, they conflate it with bullshit, uh, because what, yeah, America wasn't great when uh, women, my mother was alive, right? When she could not mm-hmm. get a credit card without my father's permission. So that's, exactly, th- right. that's, this is what we're talking about. That's that's when America was great. That was not that long ago. I was alive. What am I talking about? I was a child that my mother had. Are to, you and-
4: kidding? I, I grew up in Baltimore where I grew up with the fountains. With the the white fountain here, the colored fountain, oh my and god. I remember as a child seeing right. those things and just going, "Oh my and effing what, god!" Like
1: what does that do? What, to, how is that great? Right, and 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 you think about the the trauma, uh, what that does to a child to see that to and
4: uh, to I can tell and
1: I, you what that yeah, does to a child. Yeah. What does it do? <laughs> it I, I mean, do me to favors, a white child sure. too. To everybody, that's a, that that is psychologically fucked up. To, and as yep. a as a as a child for who is a, an African American of even more severely no this is a national PTSD that we have from this that's
4: and uh, yet we're supposed to ignore that mm-hmm. everybody comes to you know, forget kumbaya that's bad
1: right right but
4: everybody needs to stand for the flag no uh-uh.
1: Right. Well, that's no. and let's Stay not have the pledge. Forget and, it and not have the conversation of what what Colin Kaepernick was protesting for what what he's he was and he is protesting the people who take a knee there there. We're talking about the the fact that. We have police that are killing African-Americans. We, you know, they're, they're just the judge, jury, and executioner for, for people. They just shoot yep. at And say okay And it's that's supposed okay. to be OK. That's not a democratic you system. You mm-hmm. kill a brown person, you're standing your ground. That's OK. Right, right. And that's what he's talking about. It was never about the troops. So, so for them to get in there, and especially a draft-dodging bastard, like for his entire family going back— for, since they got here, has never worn the uniform of this country. And and having been in the military myself, the, there's a lot of African Americans in the military. So there are more people that wear the uniform who are of color, that are in danger. It doesn't matter whether they're uh, you know uh, considered upstanding citizens or not. They could be pulled over and shot, and that's it. That's at a moment's notice. There is a problem with the, with a system that allows this to go on we should all be concerned that that cops are killing people that's not their job their job is to get people and take them so they have due process they're not they're supposed to be killing people in the streets they're supposed to be taking them and having so that's you have a court you have a system you know that's the hallmark of democracy is actually the jury trial goes back to ancient Greece so they' uh, uh, you know they knew that then. What the hell is wrong with us? They uh, that but the problem is that Republicans, right wingers, it's you know comes down to racism. And with uh, with Andrew Cuomo making the statement, it's the same thing. They we can't have that conversation. The Republicans can't have us. They can't afford to have us have the. Con- That's why they jumped on it. Uh, you know, and they were like, I, I'm looking on Twitter now. There's so many. All these right wingers are are bugging out. Oh, uh, uh, these are disgusting comments. Cuomo should resign. Cuomo, I mean, oh for come sake. on!
4: He, he know, that's probably the most patriotic <laughs> statement that I've ever heard. I know. Right now, the most patriotic people in the public view uh, would be Colin Kaepernick, and right now, Andrew Cuomo.
5: Right. Because
4: right. if you really want to make America great, whether or not you want to add and again on there is, mm. I guess, up to you. Then we are going down the very wrong road right. to do that.
1: Right. Well, they when they say again, they're t- I, that is just racism in a nutshell. It's, oh,
4: goodness, straight up.
1: Yeah. You, know, you if you want to make America we great, want the women in the bedroom, in the yeah.
4: kitchen, and and want the darkies knowing their place, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, great. Right.
1: Right. There it, are... <laughs> it's,
4: it's weird. And it's weird.
1: <laughs> I wish it
4: was only I'm, weird. <laughs> I'm terrified. I have kids and grandkids, and mm. I wonder. Mm-hmm. you know I'm, i wonder if if i was wrong to do this to them
1: like what what do you yeah, mean but
4: i honestly thought i was bringing them into a world that was better
1: well I and mean, yeah you is... know, my
4: son got uh, jumped at school hes a, mm-hmm. he's in college uh he uh he's multi multiracial if you want to call it that He identifies as Irish. Mm, mm -hmm. He got jumped by some a-holes at his Jesuit college in a tiny town in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, boy.
4: Where the Amish buggies have Trump stickers. Oh, my God. And and they, they beat the crap out of him screaming Trump.
1: Really? Oh my God! This is really? what they, this is what is this is what they say now. That is the new uh, the, the rallying cry of racism. They're
4: empowered. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, in Nashville, oh my God, Nashville is uh, is actually pretty progressive, in large part. What makes makes it difficult there is that it's also the the, the, the the state capital, so the legislature meets there in downtown Nashville. And they are as right wing as right wing gets. Mm. And so it is. I mean, we get great turnout <laughs> mm. at our at rallies at the state house and whatnot uh, to stand up for refugees and to stand up for people who don't have health coverage mm-hmm. because Tennessee was one of those states that refused to expand Medicaid, mm. leaving nearly three hundred thousand people without health insurance.
1: Ugh.
4: But, you know, before Trump won, you know, it was, it was copacetic. Right. You know, um, marriage equality was, was, uh, was uh, decided upon by the Supreme Court. And there was a huge celebration in downtown Nashville. It was fabulous. But the minute mm. that Trump started running, the gun nuts, the right-wingers just started feeling more emboldened. And we have uh, concealed carry here, oh, God. but it's kind of funny how all of a sudden we had these guys leaning back, so you could see the, the the gun under their vest or, or whatever. Wow! I mean, and you'd walk down the street. all oh, well, along. remember we had a Bernie Sanders march, and people just screaming at us, um, anti-gay slurs, racist slurs, get a job. Wow! Trump's going to fix this. You know.
1: And this is why it, it's
5: scary.
1: Uh, it is scary It is because it's it's all it's terrorism. That's what it is. And your city. That's what it is. You know, you're and that is what the, the the South was allowed to to undertake a to
4: get away with.
1: Yeah. A systematic race, uh, not racism. Well, yes, racism, but terrorism well, yeah. to enforce that racism. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just saw absolutely. this guy I mean,
4: slavery on with terrorism. What right. do you think about it? Talking about when was America great? Everybody celebrates Independence Day. Yeah, July Fourth, seventeen seventy-six. The right. only reason that happened was because the quote-unquote good guys, which included a flavor, mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
4: gave in on what they knew was repugnant.
1: Right. Right. Said, oh, you
4: know right. what? We'll deal with that later. Yeah. We'll deal with them later. Well, and, and and John Adams said back then, you know, that's gonna that's gonna come back on us. They're going to be people people in the future who will hate us Mm -hmm. for what we're doing right now Mm -hmm. and how right
1: he was. Right. Because they've – and that's – it was a great thing. No, no. We have always compromised too much with what we know is wrong, and this is –
4: Coddling bigots. We don't want them to be uncomfortable. Right, right.
1: It's always been the compromises that ends up – that we end up having – down the road, we pay for those compromises in blood. And I believe that we've uh, this constant compromise with the southern races in from the founding of our country to today uh, is why, why we have the system we have, why we have a Trump, why we have, we've never ever confronted our racist past. and uh, but, and so when Cuomo says America was never that great, Um, Yeah, it wasn't. We've we've had aspirations. And let's have a conversation. We I've I have maintained forever that we need a truth and reconciliation type commission uh, conversation, whatever, whatever it is. But Republicans will not allow us to have that because they need us divided. They have always uh, done that. Mm -hmm. They've divided us along racial lines they from uh religious line yeah, gender line, any, sexual and, yeah, orientation complete, line yep from even their real america is uh, another form of what is real america i i and what is, what,
4: you know what a real american right, is it's a, white,
1: it's a white straight white man <laughs> exactly uh, exactly and so and that when i even when uh, george bush i i Back in, now, they we all long now for the days of George Bush, he seems so uh normal, right? <laughs> but the uh, yeah, when, we're longing for a war criminal, exactly. Yay! Well, it was so it was like okay, uh, instead of this guy, but it's true. Um, but even when he would go around on his campaign talking about Massachusetts liberals and California liberals, and what kind of bullshit is that? Now, you never hear Liberals, you never hear normal people or Democrats who go around, uh, who are who are uh, campaigning for president or whatever, talking about those Texas Republicans. We don't want to be like them or those Tennessee morons, those Kansas idiots. You never hear that. Right. It's like it's only well, Republicans. because they go low, we go high. And, and right. And enough of that. Yeah. That's what I, I've never. <laughs> I, I mean, they, well, you
4: know what? The problem, the reason why we're in so much trouble now, is because we've spent so much time bending over backwards to make people who are wrong be okay with themselves. Right, right. Through them, exactly. Through them. <laughs> Through them. I know. I, I, I such so snowflakes.
1: They're such. They and that's why when I was talking earlier about every day is the opposite day, it is the truth. They are the weakest snowflakes you could ever encounter. They are the classic bully who gets, when you punch them back or they go whining and crying, no fair, no fair. Uh, Right. uh, Right. Sad. Unfair. Right. Sad. Dumpster tweets all the time. Yes. Unfair. It's so unfair what they're doing to Paul Manafort. He's such a good person. He's a good person. He was colluding with Turkey, an authoritarian dictator. He's wearing an mm-hmm. ostrich jacket. Anybody who wears an, mm-hmm. an ostrich freaking jacket is not a good person. He's hiding his, that is his taxes. He was creating phony corporations. They were, he was, uh, he's a tax cheat. He's a Wingling greedy grifter. The American people. Right. He's a grifter just like Trump. But he's a good person. So you know, there you go. Every day is opposite okay. day, right? <laughs> Very and fine they, people. It's right? yeah. so sad what's happening to him. And it's like, but it's not <laughs> sad what's happening to children being ripped from their mother's breasts. Right from infants who they can't find their mothers now because they've been deported, and the the infants are they basically they, you know oh, they, they can't God, talk. Oh my God, that breaks my heart. And it's the and I always everything that Republicans touch turns to shit. So they yep. everything that they touch, they cannot be trusted with the levers of power. It is so clear because they're not. It's like you would you would not give a child you know you 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 don't let a child vote you don't let a child drive you, because they're not developed it's almost the same thing with these republicans you can't give them the levers of power because they, they they're too sick there there's something not right with them they uh, can't be trusted they they are actively uh, just trying to undermine everything that it me i mean that it means to be an American, what is it? They they don't want us to have a common story. They want us completely at each other's throats. They're, uh, it's, they, uh, and, and the fact, Oh, they're all
4: for the common story, as long as it's the one that's published in oh, Texas right. history books, right. which which should be put in the fiction I section mean, of the library. And just
1: that they have a, uh, you know, the worst people... And I mean, I don't understand these Republican Trumpansies who are clearly they're 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 racist morons, they're idiots. They believe anything, but that they to talk about drain the swamp and then have the swampiest crooks just sucking on the government teat colluding with not just the foreign dictators, but colluding with banks colluding with lobbyists colluding, you know it's like they're um, mm-hmm. everything that they're doing um uh spending money like how much was uh it was the uh what's his name ben carson had a forty thousand dollar desk uh-huh. and everything oh my with, god yeah the uh everything and, and, that and they, they and do and they don't see what's wrong with this they don't that's and they're still there cheering them on. So it's that's why And when,
4: meanwhile on the other on the other end of it, they are making it harder for people to get affordable housing. Right. And so, health care. You know, nothing right. for you, but I need my forty thousand dollar debt. Thank have, you very much.
1: They have absolutely no shame. And so it's it is a scary time because I just think it it, it just for me it seems so obvious that why would you ever vote Republican? And then I've, I I talk to people, and I have a friend who lives on Staten Island. I grew up on Staten Island, and I speak to my neighbor who still lives there, and she's in her 70s, and um, who knew me when I was a child, and she's like another mother to me. But I was just talking to her and her husband yesterday, and they're in the, the husband is 82. She's in her late 70s, and uh, they – they're normal. They're not, they're not Republicans. And, but she's telling me (laughs) that, uh, that all her friends, she can't talk to them because they're all, they all love this Trump and Staten Island is the outlier in in New York. It is, it is the only Republican state. I mean, that's the borough. And I've
4: only been to Staten Island twice, and every time it's just been like,
1: huh? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. That's <laughs> where I grew up. So, but they, it's, but they're all benefiting from democratic policies. So they're on. They're get like one of her friends. She says gets health. Her her daughter has a disability, so she's on disability, and they get she, this woman gets health care because she's able to buy on the ex- exchange and. So it's – I can't take it when they don't even know that uh, where – who their friends are and who their enemies are. Well, they know
4: that they're, they're they, fighting against their own best interests, well, they're, and, but they're, and I just don't get that. How be, stupid do you have racist. to Because they're racist.
1: That's what it is. They they like Trump. Bottom line. That's what it – I really believe that, that you scratch the surface. The bottom line is – they are racist. They believe that somebody is getting away with something, and that that somebody is a brown person. And they they they're ignorant, and they like when Trump talks about Mexicans and Muslims, and you know somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, they think,
4: Barack Obama was president, and people lost their mind. And that's what she was telling me. Is, yeah,
1: that they the they they hate they hate Obama. They think he was he was awful, but because they're all they all listen to Fox news and there you go. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's so important and there you go to have a liberal media. We don't have a liberal media. We barely have. No, we don't. Uh, I mean, we have, no, we because don't. of the deregulation,
4: NBC and CNN. I'm sorry. You know, everybody loves Rachel and Lawrence and the mm-hmm. gang, but they're falling down on the job. I'm sorry. 24 hour a day. Trump TV benefits Nobody. Mm-hmm. Because while they're all talking about Trump's latest outrageous tweets or Omarosa's books and tweets, mm-hmm. what they're missing are the things that the Trump administration is doing every day right, right. to roll back all of the gains that we've made over the right. past eight it. years. And, it's yeah. going to take generations to fix that.
5: Yep.
1: yep. Well, they're generations. just their the way that they have pack the courts and this uh-huh. is that they're going to
4: be in their clutches for generations right. and
1: that's that's exactly what what happens in any authoritarian state that's what hitler did and his rise to power yep. they he messed with the yep. courts so when something would happen it would get to the court eventually and their their nazi courts and their nazi flunkies on the court would strike it down so uh, we're yep. living in the, uh, the, the same time. Now, he's talking about the best people. That the best people, you have the people that they're putting on the bench are people, some of them never tried a case. They, their only requirement is that they're a loyalist and that they will, are as greedy and uh, as much of a grifter as Trump is. So how That's is right. this okay? Ha- and for Democrats to even entertain putting Kavanaugh on the bench or, or any of these. Oh, can
4: you imagine?
1: <laughs> yeah. I just it's... got an
4: email from Heidi Heitkamp. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, you've got to vote for me because I'm the difference between getting a Republican in here. Mm. Look, dude, you vote like a Republican.
1: Right, right, right. Come on. Right. Um, this is
4: why independent media are so important
5: mm-hmm.
4: because we've got to cover the stories that that the mainstream networks refuse to. We've got to cover the issues that they they don't want right. to discuss. Exactly. We've got to point out the daily realities as to what is happening and what it actually means to each and every one of us who are not part of the the, the uh, Trump administration.
1: Exactly. So I'm on the phone. We've with- got to educate the public. Yes, so and it's I be just, us, and they gotta support us. Mm-hmm. And to that, I'm talking to Natalie Davis, who is the founder of GDPR Revolution 99, as an independent liberal radio station. How have you stayed on the air since 1996? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, exactly on
4: by fingernail, right? I do it because I have to. Yeah, I absolutely have to. I get too many letters and emails from people saying, thank God you exist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because what we do is important. What right. Progressive Voices does is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, what FYI Nation does is important. What you do it at rdtdaily.com. My God, you guys have the best Instagram. Oh, uh, thank that's you. That's <laughs> exactly important, because it really... It it, it cuts right to the heart of the issues. Right. And it's not just about complaining. It tells people what they have to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to join together and turn this ship
1: around. Right, right.
4: Because if we keep going in this direction, we may get to a point where we're too far gone. Right. And And if we get to that point, you better
1: figure out a way to move to Canada quick right you know i know um, <laughs> I, I wish i lived because in it's canada. embarrassing it's embarrassing it is embarrassing i have
4: friends in Canada. you know it, i was talking to a friend of mine um uh, who's a radio host in canada he uh is in montreal and he was saying well, we don't we just don't understand mm-hmm. <laughs> and i said you don't understand how does anybody get into a fight with
1: canada Right. How does that happen? He's a weakling. That's but, why. Yeah. So.
4: It, it, well, he's he's insecure. Yeah. He's he's profoundly stupid. Yeah. And 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 on some level he knows it. Yes. So he's got to overcompensate with this whole bully thing. Yep. Um. He's just. Well, anything you need to know about him, you would get from reading mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. Which is probably one of the few things Trump has ever read, I'm or sure he *The Art of the it. Deal*.
1: <laughs> he probably never he never what? read *Art of the Deal*. He probably just read excerpts of *Mind Conf*. He just oh. likes the power oh. of it or something. He likes to be in the vicinity God knows of
4: it. He, he didn't even write *The Art of the Deal*. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no,
1: he's he's a dumbass, and he's can he and, write? <laughs> I don't know. I, he can't. He can't because he doesn't. I I can't. I'm always astounded by. His grammar and that he can't spell and that I, uh, this, he's the, and he's surrounded by morons who can't spell. What was this? I saw this, uh, with Rachel, um, did this, well, it wasn't Rachel. I saw her do the, um, the, the story about the guy who wanted to be this, the head of the army he, uh, from Manator, Manif, Manafort's friend who he got an, yeah. another illegal loan from. And in, re, in return, he was going to make him the head of the army. And the guy sent a list of the roles that he was willing to to uh, to take R.O.L.L. Persistent roles or something. Uh, you know, and they were yeah, R, yeah. R-O-L-E R-O-L-L-S they're such morons right? but of I, course he had the best education
4: right? he has the best words he just can't spell them
1: He and they're all dumb and this it's yeah. like think this is what gets me because it's the same government that our founders fought a revolution to escape all of the the intergenerational aristocracy, the 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 people getting uh getting positions because they're loyal or they're, they're just because they're rich. This is the exact. But oh, that's always been the way. Right, but, but, that's that's, all, but this mean, was not supposed go, to be you the go way. Mitt here,
4: and, no, it's not supposed to be. Oh no, we don't have an aristocracy here. Oh really? Tell me about your secret societies at Yale?
1: I mean that's this Uh, is what I'm saying though.
4: Mm -hmm. How did George W. Bush get into an Ivy League college?
1: Right, it certainly wasn't on his grades. Exactly. Well, that's a whole that's a different story. But this is what I'm saying that now it's just beyond. We've always had that underneath, and now Mm -hmm. it's just out of the. It's out on on on, in the open. They're openly. (laughs) Giving people oh the, the worst uh the worst absolute morons. Uh how do you make somebody uh head of head of the army? I mean and then they have these two guys apparently from uh Mar a Lago that are just buds of, of Twitler who are running the VA now and they never serve. They don't they're just, you know, a couple of guys that he knows. It's like the, it's these effing sopranos on uh be uh, that are running yeah. our country, morons. Yeah, C- sure. you're going to love
4: this. Speaking of morons, you've got you. Uh, uh, we've got some right wingers tuning in. Where? Uh, where? Uh, on well, where? Some guys put on what's the guys. Brad Davis. No relation, I hope. Uh, you need to move to Canada. Yeah, honey, I do.
1: Where are we? Um, listen- where are you li- reading this? I'm looking on the comments.
4: On the uh, RDT Daily video page. Oh, okay. So, there's is uh, right
1: wingers. Okay.
4: Conservatives. Now here here we go. Conservatives is who we need in office.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you know, if they had. What How does you that get a mean? Book. What, conservative. Wait, I have to see what
5: you're talking about.
1: So, we're. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys are listening in after the fact we're to we come and hear us every Saturday evening from six to eight PM and join the, the fun and frivolity on we have uh So let me see. Okay, uh GDPR Revolution ninety nine is uh run by Natalie Davis. How many now how many people it's just you running this and who you have like a lot of shows on there, I know. Yes we do. <laughs> Which is great. Um, well yeah
4: I it's uh I call it a one stop shop. Oh okay um, wait where you will find all sorts of information uh that essentially promulgates a progressive outlook, not just in terms of politics but in terms of the environment and living green and the arts and just all sorts of things, Um, because hopefully we are more than politics and our lives are more than politics because, you know, regardless of, of who is in the white house and who has the power in Congress, we each have our own responsibility to live our lives in a certain way. Whereas if you know, Trump is, Dumping all sorts of garbage in the environment that is all for it, you know. On our end, we are doing our part to live as responsibly as Mm -hmm. possible. Right. Um, We are doing our part to be kind to animals and to help animals Mm -hmm. and and to 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 deal with the things that we can can absolutely control, like not not uh, buying from pet stores or puppy mills mm-hmm, and rather mm-hmm, going to a shelter like the North Shore Animal League mm-hmm. um, and, and adopting mm-hmm. uh, using green ways to clean our homes. Oh, um, all, just all sorts of right.
1: things. It's about being conscious, um, just being a conscious human yes. and not being a dick. Living is with what. intention. <laughs> when I, I think about Republicans, or they're, they just because I'm a big animal supporter and uh, I support pita absolutely. they're like oh people eating tasty animals it's they're they're so boring that uh, there's nothing more boring than being asleep and unconscious like a dupe that will just shove shit in their mouths without even giving a shit about anything else because uh, but that's it's that's what's part of the problem so I'm looking at the. Um, at the feed, let me see. So I see um, – I just want to say something here because I see Brad Davis on the feed says uh, the Democratic Party is the ones who supported slavery. So this is a common uh, retort, if you well, we can even call it that. Well,
4: David, to poorly educated, right. and crack, up, crack open a real history book. And you will find a fallacy in that argument.
1: Well, it's just the 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 way it bothers me constantly. This this it's so infantile, which hence the the uh, the name of the show, uh, the the title of the show, Ch- the childishness and the corruption of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Because the a, a conservative rose by any name stinks it 's not about the Democratic yep. Party or the Republican Party because it 's about policies now, if the Democratic Party suddenly turned around and they were in bed with the kkK and david duke the we wouldn 't be Democrats we wouldn't follow them we wouldn't vote for them it's it's the for for Republicans to say that the, it was the Democrats who supported the slaves. Now, I mean, who uh, who who were the slave uh, party, which was true. Back in the day, the Republican That's Party then. of the 1860s was founded as the, the progressive antidote to the entrenched Democratic Party of its time. Now, they have completely sold out. After the 1860s, they sold out to the – the Republican Party sold out to the railroad – uh, barons of their time, and they never looked back. The Democratic Party—they—it's the, uh, it, it's about the policies they changed during. You know, I mean, we know the whole story about how the the Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act. And do you think that the ninety percent of the African American community would identify with the Republican with the Democratic Party if they uh, were still? uh you know supportive of racist policies so that the, but the but here's the thing now the republican now the republican answer to that is like oh well the democratic party offers all this free stuff to african americans that's why they vote which is just the updated version of the same old canard that the African Americans needed to. They they, they they don't want to work. They want. We're just offering free stuff, bribing them. They need to be taught the dignity of work. It's the same old racist canard as they what they used yeah. to use to justify slavery. And so yep. to say that the Republicans are the one, you know, they're so. Um, they're not. They're not the racists. I mean, look at your standard bearer. You want to talk about? Now we only have five minutes. And uh, there is a reason why David Duke cheers when Laura Ingram goes on a racist rant. There is a reason why the KKK endorses Donald Trump and the Republican Party. There's a reason why there's actually nine, I think it's up to nine, f- literal Nazis running as Republicans, open. Nazis they're and not winning, hiding and it and winning their primaries. In is the, that frightening or what? Exactly. So there Trump is uh it's not just Trump. Trump the hoods are off. The Republican Party the uh, are there they have always supported yeah this racist <laughs> Policies. As the
4: latest Unite the White rally showed, right, I, I, we may see the hoods going back on because they're afraid to show their faces
1: now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there it, there was a time when we. This is what was so depressing, on top of many other things, with Trump being elected or being selected because he lost, he lost, he received fewer votes, he's illegitimate. And the only reason that the Republicans are in power right now is because of gerrymandering and vote rigging and voter suppression. And because even if you, in all things, you count that out in the House, uh, the, the Democrats received over a million more votes than Republicans and they still don't have power. Why? Because of gerrymandering. So- that's just math, I'm sorry to tell you. Uh, the fact is— That's correct. —there are more normal people in this country than there are racist assholes who believe that Trump oh, absolutely. is— The numbers
4: are against this though. If you look at the Senate, 100 people, two people for every state, that means a vote in Maine is mm-hmm. worth— many times more than a vote in California. Right. And the vast majority of the small states
1: are red states. Exactly. And so, so nobody – this is you the know. other thing that pisses me off, and we only have two minutes, but when uh, – because these, these Republicans in these smaller states and the red states, they're always voting their racist-ass policies, which stir up – what they do is they create incubators for terrorists who, the, you know, now that with their Muslim mm-hmm. bands and all this other shit, because they they're saying, see – They hate us, just like I told you, so you're just a recruitment poster, but they're not going to Kansas, morons. They're going here to New York City, where we're normal, not all of us, Uh, there's a lot of abnormals. Like, when they started with this Muslim ban bullshit, we're the ones who went to the airport and said, no, you don't, asshole. So, you know, we That's- live here we're the I saw the towers fall with my own eyes. And, you know, we're, I don't I'm not pooping my dipe beads voting for a moron who's telling me he's going to make America great by hating people, by uh, suppressing minorities. And uh, they th- the way we make America great and the way we show our patriotism is standing up to the moron in the White That's House. That's so, right. Okay, uh, we are have a minute. Back,
4: right. uh, talking to our, our uh, legislators, supporting independent media. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. Donate so, to, to Tarabuster. So do you,
1: do you have a donate page or anything?
4: <laughs> we, we absolutely do. Uh, Patreon.com slash GDPR. So donate. Every little bit helps. Yes.
1: Please donate to GDPR and Tarabuster and RDT Daily and the independent liberal media. Because as I always say, we stick together, we win. Actually, maybe I'll go a little bit. I'll go a minute over because I didn't start. I I I missed the minute cue. I missed my cue. Let's put it that way. And we started a minute late. <laughs> and so we actually don't. We have about now. We have a minute. So um, okay. I now that I wrapped up the show, that's awesome. And well, okay, fine. no, that's fine. I wish we had more time. This is why. Uh, I wish that uh, well, we would get more dona- donations so we could do a show every day. But anyway, all right, yeah. Brad, I on the feed, Brad Davis, thank you for joining us and all the other people that are right-wingers. And really, stick around, hang out. As long as you're not, like, mean to people, we're all— we're You can all, learn something. Yeah, we're happy you're here. And uh, also, if you guys want to donate— You'll get a a, uh, grab them by the midterms window cling. Anybody who donates over $20, but uh, also do me a favor. the most
4: adorable cat in the world. Yes,
1: little Francis Jr. Jr. And somebody asked how he's doing. He's still wearing a cone. I'm very sorry to say, but he's feeling better. And, uh, you know, this is why I say we're all, we all need compassion and love. Even like a little cat needs love, right? So we're all, we need love. We need love, God damn it. Love, love each other. All right. So uh, we stick together. Yes. Uh,
4: love is the answer.
1: Like I always say, we stick together.